my name is Guy. Sunday should be warm and sunny, just a scattering of drive-bys. And I live in paradise. I've got a best friend. This is the greatest cup of coffee of all time. Oh, oh! Mondays, am I right, Joe? You said it, Guy. Yeah! And I work at the bank. Everybody's out of the bank! I thought I had everything I needed. But then I met her. Everybody down on the ground. Everybody except you. Me? It's just a... Oh, please, I have a goldfish. There's something inside you, guy. I don't want something inside me. They expected you to just follow the rules, but you are so much more than that. Put these on. Okay. Fine. I do. Oh, my God! What are these, trick glasses or something? Guy, there is no easy way to say this. This world, it's a video game. You're not real. Please stop my... Oh, and the guy responsible for this world was going to destroy it. You've met God? Yes, he's an absolute troll. Trolls exist. Buddy, if we're not real, doesn't that mean that nothing you do matters? I am sitting here with my best friend trying to help him get through a tough time. Now, if that's not real, I don't know what is. I know this world is just a game, but this place, these people, that's all I have. So I'm not going to be the good guy. Thanks, guy. I'm going to be the great guy. Well, enjoy your lifetime supply of virginity. <laughs> Off you go. This whole good guy routine is ruining the game. <laughs> Terminator. It's the first time I've ever driven a car before. I really wish you'd mention that. Yeah. Yeah. Why? hurt my hand. We can save our world, but we have to fight together. I don't even know what's happening right now, but I love it! Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. Today we are reviewing Free Guy, and I'm not Dwayne, I'm Leo, here with some other co-hosts from the Cinemania World team. I'm here with Alyssa. Alyssa, how you doing? Good. Pretty good. Nice, nice. You ready to talk some Free Guy? Yep, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Yeah, right. This was fun. This was like a theme park ride, so I can't wait to talk about it as well. And I'm also here with Big Head, a.k.a. Amanda. What's going on? Hey, oh, my head's not that big today. <laughs> We're good. I'm happy to be here. I had a lot of fun watching Free Guys, so uh, this can be exciting. Yeah, it was like a, it's just, it's so fun. It kind of feels like playing a video game while watching the movie, so it's going to be a fun time talking about it. But. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Free Guy is directed by Sean Levy, and it's about a bank teller who discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open-world video game. And it stars Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Taika Waititi, and Joe Keery. And let me tell you guys, there's a nice little bundle of cameos in there as well, so you will recognize some voices as you are watching it. But let's dive right in, guys, and start with what we really liked about Free Guy, because there was some really fun stuff in here. I would even say that last, like, 20 minutes was packed with a lot of magical things, but we'll get to that later. We'll hmm. get to the spoilers a little bit later, but let's start off with some non-spoiler talk, uh, what we really liked about the movie, starting with you, Alyssa. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was just a really fun time. Like, it, it was a really uh, fun premise, and it's not something that was, like, super, super uh, original. I, I mean, we've had kind of video game movies. We've had movies where characters like are kind of unaware of their situation you know things mm -hmm. like the truman show or yeah. stranger than fiction and things like that but i i thought it was done really well and and kind of this world of free city um was was entertaining i mean it was fun to just kind of experience it you know because it, it very much is 
a video game, you know, it feels like you're watching uh, like a Grand Theft Auto kind of uh, kind of game. But the kind of fun kind of, you know, twist to it is that we're looking at this through the perspective of an NPC um, and a very, uh, you know, an NPC who is very much like okay with his life at first you know like he's just kind of he's happy he's going through his his daily algorithmic loop without kind of realizing that there's more until he realizes that there's more right until he sees something that uh changes the course of his life and uh the course of the movie and so i really liked that premise i thought they were able to do some really fun things with it because it is a video game and so they can do ridiculous things with the action and the mm-hmm. most random things can happen you know they could pull out the most random weapons for you know out of nowhere <laughs> they can you know fall off of buildings and be you know saved by a like self-contained airbag you know it, it's ridiculous but it's the kind of things that you know if they came out in or if they were included in any other action movie would be like oh like oh this is fast and furious you know like scoffing at the ridiculousness <laughs> of the action but like it works here because it is ridiculous because it's a video game so i really liked that but i i also really liked how how much more there was to this movie i gotta say watching the trailers uh, for the last like 18 months, um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I kind of thought I knew what this movie was going to be. And to an extent, it is kind of just this fun action comedy with Ryan Reynolds in as an NPC in basically GTA. But there's more <laughs> to it. Like, you know, there's the out of game stuff. And there, you know, I got to say, like, not that this was uh, anything like super cerebral, but I was surprised by kind of the uh, almost thematic depth to this. Like the, it touches on a lot of things that I, I wasn't expecting it to touch on and kind of gets into more than just the comedy and kind of the Ryan Reynolds-y aspects of it. So <laughs> I, uh, I was impressed by kind of the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Reynolds just really drives this movie and, you know, the problem I thought with Detective Pikachu was that he kind of, he wasn't who was driving the movie. He wasn't in the driver's seat, even though he was Pikachu. He's still kind of that character that was the sidekick. But when you throw him in the front and just let him do what he wants to do, always comes out really funny. And I thought him and Lil Rel Howery had some great comedic timing together. I think he just plays so well with the cast. But Manda, what did you like about it? Um, well, I echo everything that Alyssa said. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. There's so many things that you can do with it because it's you know you're in the video game world. Um, the one thing that I was actually uh, digging throughout the entire movie was the fact that they kept bouncing back and forth. So like they would put you into the video game world with Ryan Reynolds and then take you out and do like a kind of ha- like a behind the scenes look at the way. Um, video games are produced like in regards to like the coding and the technology and you know the algorithms and all of that so you're looking at it from like an outsider's perspective as like a gamer as someone who works in the industry so to kind of dabble in all of those things and have them show it um in such a cool way in a fun way uh with the rest of the cast was something that I really enjoyed because again with the technological advancements in regards to like the VFX and, you know, stuff like that, we can do a movie like this and have mm-hmm. it make sense <laughs> and, not, and not have it like, you know, people questioning what the hell is actually going on. What does this mean? It's like, 
you go there and you have all of these like game like gamers on Twitch on YouTube. Yeah. There were people in my front row, like in sorry, in the front row of my theater. And whenever they saw like a YouTuber they knew or, you know, someone on Twitch that they knew, a streamer, they were like, oh my God, that's that person and that, that's person. And they were young. Like they lay at least, I'd say like eight to 14 years old. So you have something that they did was that, you know, you have them market to these kids, but you're also marketing to like older generations because of Ryan Reynolds. And you're putting them in that position to be like, you're going to have fun today because of x y and z but these kids are gonna also come enjoy this movie because they know what's happening they it's kind of like Fortnite too at the same time i got those vibes definitely gta for older people who know and have played gta (laughs) so you have like that duality in and everything just kind of like meshed together in free city uh, so that's what I really appreciated about it, is that it markets to everyone and you saw both sides of, you know, the video game industry. Yeah. I, and it, oh, my bad. Did I cut you off? Well, I was, I was just going to say, I totally agree. Like there were people, my, my screening of this or my showing of it was uh, pretty full and there were a lot of people, especially younger kids mm-hmm. who were super excited about the, you know, the, the gamers and the kind of yeah. Twitch mm-hmm. cameos and things. And, it's and so I agree funny. that this has kind of this broad appeal because as, as I was watching this, right, like I'm not, I, d- I didn't know who any of those people were. Like I, I knew like <laughs> what they were, but like, I didn't know them, you know? And so like, cause I, you know, I, I haven't played um, recent video games, I guess I should say uh, very often, but um, like, I think it's a movie that like gamers will really enjoy because they'll see things that are like, oh yeah, that happens in multiplayer. Like you, you just like, there's all these little things that you know if you're a gamer, but I think it's a movie that can appeal to people who aren't into video games too. Yeah. So, I mean, you won't get the same thing out of it because you won't be getting all these little like, aha, I see you kind of moments, but you get, um, you, I, I think it explains itself really well. And, and like Manda was saying, I think by having kind of the back and forth and kind of showing the coding, showing everything, you kind of understand it, even if you aren't somebody who knows video games. Yeah, I mean, I was watching this and I was just like, hey, Ninja, Pokemon, Laser Beam. Like, I think you guys are right. It does have a broad appeal to where even if you don't really know like the video game streamers and their names and what they do, you still can really enjoy it because it sucks you into the world Reali- in a bit of a realistic way because this is how games look now. YouTube, and I like that it had like these cool little layouts of like YouTube and Twitch layouts and all the streamers were like talking on their streams. I thought that was such a cool interactive way to bring in like streamers and gamers into this. And then you had all these little kind of gaming, what, what's the word I'm looking for? These like gaming themes, if you will, like they, they would do, take things from games like kill stealing. Like she, she literally in one point in the movie is like, okay, if you want to level up, steal some kills. And that does work <laughs> in games. You could just run in and steal somebody's kill. And it's like, okay, if they're level 35, beating up on this 35, level 35 level monster, and the, the monster's got like two hit points left. If you run in, you get like so much XP. Like that, and and there, there's a there's a term in gaming called tanking, where like, yeah, if you're like a higher level character, you can take a lower le- lower level character, beat down a monster, let them get the last hit, and then that gives them so much HP because the monster is so much higher level. It's cool that they like really dived into like gaming isms a bit in this mm-hmm. as well, but mm-hmm. not so deep to where it was hard to understand. And as you were saying, Alyssa, it was 
it was explained really well. They really broke it down. Like she actually like straight up told him just look when somebody's about to kill someone, just go in, rush in and take the kill. <laughs> so really well done with the gaming aspects. And yeah, I did like the real world uh, intermingling. I think it kind of, especially in the second act got a little murky in a couple of parts to yeah. where maybe it spent a little too much time in the, you know, reality of things. But I think especially in that third part, it really does give you a charming sense of these characters, especially like the our, our big two, Jodie Comer and uh, Joe Keery, so gets really good. emotional towards la like later on in the movie. It's so mm -hmm. good. No, I, I agree. I, I loved it. I just I think that with the real world stuff, what the turnoff was. <clears throat> Was uh, Taika Waititi? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, well, hold on. Hold yeah, on. I know. I know. Before we get into that, but I'm just saying, like, that's pretty much what it was. But anyway. Yeah, I, I completely <laughs> understand. Okay, so before we get into that, let's just let's just open up the door and go right into spoilers. And let's start with what we didn't like, because then we can kind of dive into some spoilers here. But yeah. spoiler warning, guys, if you haven't watched Free Guy, this is your one and only spoiler warning. So go watch Free Guy and then come on back, listen to the rest of the podcast and chat with us a little bit more. But Amanda, it sounded like you're on a roll. So what were some aspects that you didn't like in the movie? Okay, so apart from Taika Waititi, who should never be allowed to be a villain ever again, um <laughs> no, i'm serious like i like no just stay behind the camera i can't be korg you're perfectly fine as korg he can I, be cartoon characters like korg hitler like, uh what was the other one he uh ig11 like he's good yeah. at those kind of cartoonish yeah characters out of the ordinary characters but man exactly. this was just don't put it. him do not put him in a real life situation because no one really acts that way and it took me out of the film a bit i it, it's perfect how i'm saying like it's a game about being in a video game but taiko ytd is the one that took me out of the movie so that doesn't make any sense um but that's how i felt and it's it's true like i just i don't know i didn't vibe with him i felt that his energy and like his chemistry with the cast felt like it was off the entire time. Like he didn't really mesh well, but, and sometimes like in films like this, like I, I understand that you want the villain to stand out, but not to this extent. Like I just didn't, it didn't land for me. Like even the jokes, everything that came out of his mouth, I'm just like, this is not working. It's really cringy. And I, I couldn't, you know, I, I didn't vibe with him for for uh, the third act, especially. I was just like, it's getting worse and worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, you know who did yeah. the the over the top villain really well recently was Don Cheadle in yes. Space Jam Two, in my opinion. Yeah, I thought he was it. like the perfect balance of over the top, but his motives did make sense, mm -hmm. and he did have a connection with another character, which is uh, LeBron James's son. Yeah, but like. This was just, it was like he was trying so hard to be yes. that super annoying, super over the top. And I'm like, yeah. nobody even talks like that, Taika. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like the dialogue was just so cringe. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't and, do it. And his motives didn't make sense. I'm like, you're a business no. mogul. And GTA 5 has come out on PS3, PS4 is coming out on PS5. So what's the problem with having Free City continue to exist yeah. I mean, in the, the um, what Jodie Comer's character was saying, you could have the contract, everything. So why wouldn't he just say, okay, I'm going to just let Free City run 
you guys gave me the right, so I'm just going to let y'all keep on operating on Free City. Let's yeah. keep it up. But instead, he wants to make Free City 2 so, so bad. And I'm like, why do you want to make a sequel when this game is eating up so much money and time out of people? Like, it's like, okay, that would be like the Fortnite team being like, oh, we need to make Fortnite 2 and just completely wipe Fortnite. It made no sense. It didn't. I couldn't get behind it. And then the other thing that it's it's not it's, it didn't really bother me, but I felt like I wanted it to be funnier for some reason. Like I, I think that a lot of the jokes didn't land majority of the time, but like I was waiting to laugh like throughout the film, which made me sad because it's Ryan Reynolds. Right. And he's funny just by like standing there, to be perfectly honest. But there were some like sarcastic comments that he did make that made me laugh, but it felt like I was waiting for that. Mm. Um, and I know it's not like fully a comedy, and maybe that's why I was like put in my head a bit, but um, I just wish like some jokes landed a bit more. Yeah, I could see that. Some of it felt maybe a little forced. Yeah. Um, and just didn't really kind of roll off the tongue like he usually does, especially in Deadpool. I mean, he just goes in, but exactly. I think you kind of had like a balance between that and maybe some jokes that he probably wrote down that just mm -hmm. didn't deliver too well when yeah. it was executed. But I think it gets that third act. It gets so hype that it's just like, <laughs> whoa, like guys, I'm not playing this. My theater was like, this was Avengers Endgame. Like, I was yeah. like, <laughs> They were, they were like cheering and clapping yeah during that fight with the dude it was like yeah people were going nuts oh my it. gosh i mean i was like dang okay y'all like look cap ain't picking up mjolnir for the first time but <laughs> <laughs> but but Alyssa, what were some things you didn't like about free guy um so like like manda said definitely the the biggest issue for me was taika watiti like it it just mm -hmm. it just didn't work he was too over the top he was too obnoxious i mean obviously he's the villain so we're not supposed to like him but he just he's too much like um like like man has said he kind of he feels like out of sync with the rest of the characters with the rest of mm. the tone and the story he's just too over the top too cartoonish and it you know i i guess i kind of see what they were going for with it but i just don't think it worked very well um I, I agree that most of the things he said were very cringy. I didn't, they're, they're clearly intended to be funny. Like we're supposed to be laughing at all this stuff, but I just, I didn't find his, his lines particularly funny, or I didn't think his character was very interesting or mm -hmm. kind of reasonable within this, you know, construct of this movie. Um, so he, he was definitely the, the biggest thing for me. I, I thought the, the humor throughout other than him was okay. Like that didn't bother me, but I think it's cause I was kind of taken up by like how, how many other things this movie or how many, how many other different things this movie was trying to get into mm -hmm. um which uh, i kind of maybe distracted me from my expectations of like a ton and ton of over-the-top humor but mm -hmm. i i thought it was pretty funny throughout but i did i do agree that there were some kind of pacing issues especially in the the, the middle of the movie kind yeah. of like an act um things start to kind of slow down a little bit and and you know we get some so, I mean, it's still fun. It's still entertaining, but it definitely has uh, a little bit of a, a pacing, a sluggish pacing uh, in, in the midpoint. Yeah, I think in the like, second act, they kind of tried to figure out, okay, do we want to stay and tell the, the story in the real world a little more? Do we want to go back in the game? Like, it kind of was like 
a little bit too much back and forth, I think. I, I liked it when we did get to see the programming and stuff like that. But sometimes, like, the interview with IGN, I was just like, okay, do we really need to be watching this when it flashback to 2015? I get that they want to explain about the code, but we didn't even really need that scene for them yeah. to do that. So just a little bit of drifting here and there. Also, the second act is when Taika Waititi's character comes in. <sighs> that that could also have a pretty good, <laughs> a big impact on it that he just, like, any scene he was in, it was just like, oh, come on, let's get to, uh, get on, let's get get to another scene, another character. Yeah. What up, man? No, like, come on, no, man. Stop. It just slowed <laughs> everything down. I can't. I literally cannot. Every time he was on screen, I'm like, for the love of God, stop talking, please. Shut down the game, man. We need to shut this down right now. Blue shirt guy <laughs> fire on Twitter. And I was just like, I dude, I cannot like type yeah, in It's really tough because like I like him as an like, you know, I like him as a filmmaker. I like him. So it was just like, oh, why why does he have to be the worst part of this movie? Yeah. I know, I know. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> I, I think Manda's right. The more I think about it, I can't believe I just said that. But the more I do, the more I think about it. <laughs> Taika is very much a villain, or not a villain. So I mean, he's 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 just a goof, man. Like yeah. just just throw him in the goofy, cartoonish, That's it. over the top character roles. Not a business mogul who's supposed to make smart decisions. No. Like yeah. he was like an eccentric hipster on like oh my god acid. Like it just felt really weird. It seemed like he was almost trying to do like his take on like a Jim Carrey role. But it yes. yes. Yep. Oh my it god, was, Alyssa, that's perfect. Yes. I actually, it, it was like kind of like he was trying to be the mask or have that same kind of goofy over the top yeah. humor. Mm-hmm. And it was like, dude, I just I can't, man. Like bring or even Carrey like kind of Dr. Robotnik, right? Yeah. It was like yeah. trying to do that kind of a thing. And it just it just didn't work with this movie. The reason the reason why Carrie does it so effortlessly is that he has this incredible physicality when he delivers his lines. Mm-hmm. And that's why those characters work. Where with Taika, like he was trying to jump around and stuff and like do the same type of vibe, but like, no, you can't be Jim Carrey. It's Jim Carrey. Also, Jim Carrey's like line delivery is just really good. And he like fluctuates his voice very well. And mm-hmm. like it just Sorry, Taika, doesn't work with his line delivery. It just doesn't work. No. And, and that's not me taking a shot as accent or anything, but it no. just doesn't work with Taika. It's like, nah, man, stay in that like Korg, IG-11, caricature-like yeah. caricature, role. Stay in mm-hmm. that, man. That's your lane. But let's transition real quick, guys. Who was our favorite cameo? Um, I think you already know <laughs> <laughs> what mine was. So a little let's, let's hear it. <laughs> Um, Chris Evans <laughs> was my favorite. No, I scream, fam. Literally, like when he transitioned, like he got the um, he was on the ground because of the big dude. Which, listen, I love Ryan Reynolds so much, but that big dude that he had to dress up as with the big suit and all that shit, isn't it? That will never be erased from my mind. <laughs> it literally scarred me. So um, when he was like on one knee and he switched his like weapons and that shield came up, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, it's so cute. And then like, if you blink, you will literally miss the Chris Evans cameo. So I was just like in the middle of like, oh my God, that's so cute. So like, oh my God, Evans is here. <laughs> so it was, just, it was a lot of fun. I, I really loved that entire sequence. So that was just, 
that was uh, top notch for me. I mean, that was like <laughs> such a highlight of the movie. And yeah. yeah, the the Ryan Reynolds pasted on that bodybuilder. Oh. What an odd, uh, odd, odd combo. That <laughs> just looks so weird. Just so <laughs> creepy, but funny. But it makes sense for a character named Dude. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Catchphrase. Uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> the same same one for me. The Chris Evans. Thing. It was just so good that 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 sequence there because you know he's down and then you see him. He's kind of in that position and you're like, are they really going to do it? Are they going to do it? And it's yeah. turning and you're like, it's the shield. And then the Avengers music starts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and people were going nuts in my theater. Like same. they were cheering already. And then when he cuts to Chris Evans, people were clapping and like laughing. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then he comes back. He's got the Hulk arm, you know. And then mm-hmm. and so then good. then the lightsaber right after that. So that yeah. was like. Yes. That was like the big fan thing. Oh. Like people were so excited about that in the theater, and it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, if Disney wanted to display. Hey, we bought Fox any more than they can. This, <laughs> this was their opportunity to be like, we have Fox now. <laughs> this is all of our stuff sprinkled into one movie. Yeah, that was an incredible sequence. And talk mm-hmm. about just like, well, aside from Twitter spoilers, uh, not really revealing that in any trailers or any kind of TV spots or anything like that. Uh, there wasn't even a hint at him using the cap shield, the Hulk arm, at least from what I've seen. I don't know. I know there's been spoilers on Twitter, but I, I there, it was just so well placed in the movie. You put that in the last couple minutes. Don't put it in the beginning. You know, you mm-hmm. lead up to it. And it kind of woke me back up. I'm not even going to front. Like, I was kind of like, all right, when's this movie going to end? You got dude in here now. Like, it kind of felt like this movie didn't know how to end. And then when you throw that in, just to kind of give that last little audience spike, I thought that was like really brilliant to place that there. But there are some other big cameos in this movie as well. I mean, Channing Tatum was an obvious one. <sighs> he needs yeah, an Jack Oscar. Lynn. He needs an Oscar. I'm sorry. Channing Tatum needs an Oscar for the performance that he gave in Free Guy. <laughs> uh, we're just going to take a moment of silence. <laughs> no, you, you know why? I miss him so much. And I think he's a really funny actor. Um, that physical comedy was yes, hilarious. Exactly. Plus, plus the juxtaposition going between him and then the kid yep. who's actually playing or yes. controlling him. Yeah, it was just like very funny. Uh, and the shit that was coming out of his mouth. I was like, what? okay. I was like, all right, this is being said right now. So it was just like you're walking like a fine line, but oh my God. It's usually funny because Ryan Reynolds um, is a straight man. He's very straight. Like he doesn't, uh, he does the deadpan. He's not someone who's going to do the physicality as much. So to have Channing Tatum like right up in his business was like the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And hopefully like they didn't really tell Ryan Reynolds that Channing Tatum was going to do that to him. So I think that it's like a genuine reaction from Reynolds. Oh my God, I want to see It did feel through. that way yeah. like, when he was just kissing all up in his face yeah. and just getting all close to him and he's just getting yeah. so awkward about it. Oh yeah. man, well executed. He's so fun. Some other cameos in the movie though were Hugh Jackman. Uh, he was one of the mass players in the alley. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. He was a bank robber. Uh, John Krasinski was in the movie. Okay. Tina Fey was in the movie. Like, And <sighs> such a sad but great appearance from mm. uh, Alex Trebek. I that know, was a nice yeah. placement. I thought like nice little way to you know, have an ode to a great game show host. Yeah. But guys, do we have any final thoughts on Free Guy? I want to watch it again now because I missed <laughs> all of those cameos that you just listed. Yeah, I was going to gonna say, I missed most of those. 
Yeah. So the only one I got was Hugh Jackman. I was like, that sounds kind of familiar. He and was then... the guy with the drive for, or the, with the uh, information, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I like I I kind I didn't know it was him in the moment, but afterwards I was like well, that was that was somebody, and then I I knew that one afterwards. Yeah. But I gotta catch it again. Yeah, and I might not even be reading all the can. I think there might be even a few more hidden in there. So it, it's kind of one of those movies where it'd be nice to go back again just for the Easter eggs mm-hmm. and some of the cameos mm-hmm. and stuff. You can kind of kind of turn your turn the switch of paying attention to the story off and just look around for like all the easter eggs and stuff but right yeah i'm sure there's a ton of stuff in the background that i just didn't pick up on (laughs) yeah but out of 10 Alyssa, where are you going for this movie um i would probably be a pretty solid seven for this one yeah i get that i get that yeah i'm sitting at about a seven seven and a half myself manda um yeah i'd say i'm at a seven i had fun so that's the most important thing nowadays to go sit in a theater and pay $20 to have fun. Yeah. And I think <laughs> yeah. this is like an audience fun movie. Like yeah. Pretty yeah. much everybody is going to have fun. There's going to be something in it for everyone. Everyone yeah. will be able to pick out some little nuance in the movie that they're just like, Oh yeah. Like I know that. Or, Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be huge for like the Fortnite crowd and Oof. the GTA five crowd. Like they're probably going to go nuts watching well, this movie. I assume. Or yeah. maybe not. I mean, maybe they'll be a little bit offended by how it's depicted. Who knows? Who knows? But hopefully it accomplishes what it was trying to accomplish. But mm-hmm. guys, let us know where we can find you around the web, starting with Alyssa. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Mainly Movies on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, all of the social medias. Uh, and so you can go there for movie reviews and other movie-related content. All of the social medias, y'all. Follower, follower, great content. <laughs> Manda, where can we find you? Yeah, you guys can always find me over at AMX NBA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my YouTube, Candid Cinema, and my website, CandidXCinema.com. Yeah, go follow our guys. Some of them hot takes are hotter than the hottest <laughs> hot Cheetos you can even imagine. <laughs> As find, find us all on Cinemania World, and you can find me over at Geekly Goods on YouTube and at Leo.Rydell on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you on the next Cinemania World podcast episode. Ciao.